Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome back to Healthy Mind Healthy Life the podcast where we explore the remarkable resilience of the human spirit and the pathways to healing growth and the transformation I'm your host Avik and in today's guest as a testament to the incredible power of facing life's hard shit challenges head on and emerging stronger wiser and with a newfound sense of purpose so today we have the privilege of hearing from Alice Ridman welcome to the show Alice thank you so much for inviting me it's a pleasure to be here okay so Alice like before we start our conversation i would love to mention this to all of our listeners that Alice is the author of the powerful memoir i am alice breakup breakdown breakthrough alice so thank you for so much for i'm in in this coming to this episode and i mean just to start with alice like how did your experience of the breakdown and rebuilding ignite your sense of the purpose yeah i mean you know when my life changed literally overnight maybe i should mention just a little bit about what happened so people have a little bit of a background basically i was married and uh, we were just about to adopt two children and basically my husband woke me up and told me he didn't want the children and he no longer wanted to be with me so it was a pretty shocking double event shall we say and so yeah i mean obviously i went through uh, like a spiritual awakening mental breakdown and then obviously i had to rebuild my life and you know obviously going through that experience you know made me a lot stronger and and obviously i had to rebuild myself because you know i was mentally exhausted i was grieving i i had you know my life had literally changed overnight so there was a huge amount that i needed to find a new sense of purpose and and really kind of dream up this new life i wanted to lead but what i must say about having this spiritual awakening is that this connection to higher self you know divine or spirit whatever you want to call it i was told that there was a gift in my experience so i really held that that i was going to find this gift and i didn't know what it was going to be but i presumed it was going to be a big gift because of what i'd gone through so yeah so in searching for that gift uh, you know after getting myself healthy again through through basically singing mantra doing yoga on a video and and doing breath work and being out in nature and connecting to others i i then dreamed up the life that i would go traveling 
So I did go traveling and that really helped me process more and allow me to really imagine what a new life could be. I mean, I didn't know. I was living in the unknown, but I went to Nepal and then I traveled around India and I was just searching for a place to where I could make a new home. But the inspiration of seeing beautiful places and being in different cultures was very, you know, it was very inspiring. And it gave me a new viewpoint in the world, which really helped me find a new purpose. Yeah. That's lovely. So, um, I mean, what creative outlets did you discover along your journey that helped you tap into your own power and potential? Yeah, well, I mean, one which was the most powerful tool, which I would recommend to everyone, because I'm sure everyone needs it at some point, is journaling. So I was told by a very close family friend, he said, Alice, when I was going through my divorce and, you know, my life had fallen apart, he said to me, Alice, write everything down, because that is evidence about what's happening to you. And yeah, so I, I did write. And about nine months later, I started writing what I thought would could be a book. But I was just writing it for myself, really, because I couldn't really comprehend that what had just happened to me, that I'd had that life. And then I was suddenly, I was suddenly in a space of, I need to recreate myself completely. So yeah, so journaling, definitely. Also, I started singing mantra. I started doing yoga and singing mantra a few, many, quite a few years before that. I'd come into, I'd been introduced to mantra and I'd been singing a mantra to support me through the adoption period, which is like two years. So I've been singing that every day to calling my children. And so when I became, you know, when I was going through the shock of the first week, I basically sang the mantra all through the night to keep me in my body because I was kind, I felt like I was having this, this massive opening. I felt that I could, could leave. So I was like, no, I'm staying here. So I just sang my mantra all night long. So singing and voicing and humming and all that sort of vocal play that one can have. And singing mantra is very, very powerful. You know, I think singing mantra, mantra is a tool in itself. You know, the syllables, the sounds, you know, it's ancient Sanskrit and, and it's, it's a very powerful tool. So that definitely supported me. And since I've been in Bali, I've been finding out about sound healing, learning different instruments. And that's really helped my process too. It's really helped me to release the sort of post-traumatic stress and all the tension and all the, you know, different pe- different pain that lands in your body when you go through a life-changing experience. So yeah, I rediscovered my voice and I I play harmonium. So I found lots of creative ways of expressing yeah my joy for life and just filling up the well of creativity which which i think is really important yeah great great lovely so also like did connecting with different people and the cultures influence your creative expression and the purpose yeah i mean i think i was really inspired you know i mean india is a rich tapestry of color and different experiences and going to the different temples and you know you really feel the different energy of we went to places like Auroville in Pondicherry and and just like this it's like another world it's like being in a spaceship or something uh, so it's got that mixture of influences and yeah obviously it has a very deep and rich culture which is you know which is something really wonderful to to explore new things you know to explore how the world works and how people live and yeah, this whole, 
you know, obviously I'm sure you've traveled too. It's just, it's, you know, it's very inspiring to see mountains and beautiful sunsets and all of this. It's, it's very rich in healing oneself. Exactly. Exactly. That, that place itself is the kind of, it, it gives you that vibe. Definitely. Yeah. And it's kind of finding the magic in life again. You know, when you've gone through something very dark and very difficult and, you know, going through grief to to get that sort of magic of these places, like being in a tuk-tuk and crazy streets and crazy traffic and, you know, just all of those, it creates, you know, a lot of laughter and fun. And yeah, you know, you just like, you feel like you're on an adventure. And that's why I call my book a true you know, true life adventure, because that's how I see it. You know, we all go through different things in life, you know, and that's what makes our lives richer by experiencing the wider, you know, obviously, you know, everything's contrast, you know, you can have a wonderful happiness and you can have grief and all of that. So it sort of makes your life richer and more expansive. And yeah, it makes you try new things and go on new adventures and really sort of really find out about who you really are. Because we can live a life and we just, you know, get married and we just live this sort of, this, this sort of band of, of experiences. But when something massive happens and you go traveling and you just see the world differently, you know, you're different. You see the world differently. You're, you know, your whole life, it sort of expands like a concertina. It's, there's, there's a whole array of possibilities and you don't know where you're going. And you don't know. You're living in the unknown, which can be quite scary, but also it has an element of excitement and adventure, which which I think is really nourishing. Wow, that's really lovely, I'd say. So I'm also like, what role does the vulnerability and open communication play in fostering the meaningful connections that spark creativity? Yeah, I mean, it's sort of learning more about yourself. Hmm. And when you're having to learn something new, you're you're in a place of vulnerability. You know, when you start, you know, I've done lots of voice activation classes here and, you know, the fear of being seen and the fear of speaking up and the fear of what's your voice going to sound like, you know, like in front of other people, you know, that is vulnerability when you're, you know, you're learning to be your, you know, your true self and to be seen as that because, you know, a lot of people can judge others you know we all judge to some degree obviously but you know when you suddenly divorced and you suddenly haven't got these children and you've suddenly had a mental breakdown you've been locked up in an institution I mean you know you feel judged so it's it's learning to to accept your experiences and then coming together with other people and yeah you know sometimes you feel extremely vulnerable that you don't want to try things you know it's a bit like walking around naked or something it's like you don't want to be doing that <laughs> but sometimes when 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 your pain is very raw you feel like more vulnerable because people can see that and maybe take advantage of you and or you don't want to put yourself in that vulnerable situation because you're scared so it's like overcoming these these obstacles and trying new things because i think trying new things it puts you in the beginner's mind you become the student you don't know everything and so it's like oh how do i do this how do i you know and it's 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 a good way of of really going deeply into to discovering you know how you deal with new things and how you what your relationship is to others and and how you can connect and and how you feel because obviously feelings are very important to you know to, to connect to yourself and and sharing those feelings with others because 
if you feel you can't share how you feel, then it's very isolating. And, you know, people judge you or often it's actually, you know, I've realized through my experience, it's my own judgment of myself is that, you know, it, it can keep you stuck, you know. I mean, that's why it took me so long to put my book out because I thought people are going to judge me for what happened to me and they're going to see me differently and, and maybe not in a positive light. So I was very much, oh, no, I don't want to be sharing what really happened to me because I don't want anyone to know, you know. And But since I did put it out, it's actually empowered me because it's like, well, that is the truth. That's what happened. That's my truth. And, you know, if you want to judge me about what happened to me, then actually that's nothing to do with me. That's all about you, the person reading it. If you want to judge me, well, that's your judgment. Uh, you know, it's not actually about me. It's about your judgment about the situation or about the the material that you're reading. So it was a good learning. Definitely. So it sort of frees you up to really do what you want and instead of worrying about what other people think about you. Wow, lovely. So how can we overcome the fear and self-doubt to embrace the possibilities that life beyond our comfort zones. So can you just say that whole question again? Because I missed the first bit. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I just asking like, if you can tell us like how to overcome or how we can overcome the fear and the self-doubt, mm -hmm. embrace that possibilities and uh, the life beyond our comfort zones. Yeah. I mean, I'd say, you know, you just take small steps. Mm -hmm. You know, take small discoveries. You don't have to t take it in a big whole chunk. You know, you just, just, you know, maybe dream about what you'd like to try and take small steps towards it. I mean, I think connecting to yourself is really important. So journaling is a way of expressing yourself freely, understanding how you feel, you know, because often we don't express that, but it comes out in the body in disease. So it's, you know, learning how to express yourself. And if you can't necessarily express it to somebody, close to you yet, you know, you can express it through writing. And if you're worried about somebody reading your journal, because I know someone said that to me, but I can't because somebody might read it. And I know people's fears around that. So you could try and put it in code <laughs> or you could draw, you know, you can express on the page through scribbling. I did this wonderful like spiral drawing class and I, you know, I'm not, I can't draw. I can draw stick men or, you know, doodle, but it was just a way of putting pen and just kind of making shapes and just really unloading the brain because often we think too much True. and we don't feel enough. You know, we're all in our minds with worry and, you know, all these stories going on. And really it's like coming into, into the body and into the heart and into the breath, which will, you know, calm our nervous system and, you know, put us in a place of peace, you know. Yeah. I hope that answered your question. But so here also, like, uh, what advice would you give to someone who feels disconnected from their creativity or lacks the confidence to pursue their artistic aspirations? Yeah, I mean, I totally know that because I feel the same. <laughs> I mean, I've been learning harmonium and I'm just starting to learn guitar. I could do about five chords. And yeah, learning something new is, you know, it's it can be challenging or it can be fun. It mm. can be both. You know, so I always want to learn things with as much joy and fun and laughter because I feel that that really overcomes any obstacle about doing something. So I have a really strong intention how I want to learn something, how I want to experience it in advance. So intention, I think, is very key. 
So it's like, you know, set out what it is, write it down what you want to do. And then if it's say like for me, a guitar, get a guitar lesson, get a guitar, you know, or whatever you need to do. But yeah, really have a strong intention. I know it actually works because I had a harmonium and I really wanted to learn. I'd been singing mantra for quite a few years and I was like, I want to learn harmonium. So I got this harmonium, luckily through a friend that was leaving and I managed to buy it, but I didn't know how to play it. And I was like, oh, I, you know, I had no idea. I'd never played a keyboard, had no idea, but I found somebody. So I thought, right, I'm going to have a lesson. You know, obviously I felt a bit nervous about it, but I thought, no, I'm going to have a lesson. And so I was like, right, I'm going to have a really strong intention that in this class, I'm going to learn the easiest way because I I don't want to just spend years and hours. I want to learn it the quickest, easiest, most fun way, you know, with joy and ease. And so I went to my class. It was pouring down with rain. I tripped up on my back, got completely soaked, nearly burst into tears, but managed not to. <laughs> he made me a cup of tea and I sort of sat down. It's like, oh, you know, I was already stressed out. But you know what? He showed me so simply, like here are the major chords, here are the minor chords. And it's sort of within like 10, 15 minutes, I could play an actual mantra because there were only like three or so chords. And so I was like, wow, he'd like opened this doorway, this, he'd given me the most simplest keys. And I was like, wow, can it be that easy? You know, I mean, obviously it took some practice and, you know, a lot of about learning instruments or learning, say, tennis or, or some sport or anything it's all about the muscle memory you know it's like reminding you know your fingers when you practice at five minutes every day you get better at it you know and your fingers remember then you can remember the chords and then eventually you can play with your eyes closed and really go into the heart so yeah I spent a year playing harmonium every day and just little by little and I think sometimes when you learn an instrument or you sing you play music that has a healing effect in itself because we're 70% water. So when you sing, you're singing to all the cells in your body. You're singing to that water. You're changing the whole vibration of your body. You know, you're uplifting yourself and hopefully others. <laughs> you know, it's like playing the instrument, like the harmonium. It's got such a, a wonderful resonance. And, you know, you're actually, you know, it's you're pouring that into your body. And you're also say, singing, you know, the, the mantras have got, you know, deep meanings and, you know, it's a mechanism in itself. So, that's a really powerful tool uh, to 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 uplift you and to yeah bring you more joy and and learn something new and expand. You know, I feel it's really important to always be learning. Doesn't matter how old you are, you know, always be learning and always because by learning something new, even if you don't end up using it, it doesn't matter. But it, you usually find that it does in some way, or you might be able to help somebody else with it or something. So always learning, always expanding and trying new things. I think it always keeps you young and happy. Yeah. Wow. That's that's really lovely, I would say. So <clears throat> looking back, what surprised you most about the impact of creativity and the connections on your personal journey? Well, I think creativity has been 100%. The, I think it's the, the best tool for life. I think it's so important. Because it's always expanding. It's, you know, your your brain is, you're activating both parts of your brain. You know, it's just a whole bodily, spiritually, mental experience, you know, getting into creativity of any kind. So I think it really is the tool that we all need to be tapping into to make us happy. 
you know, to make the world a happier place. When you see a beautiful painting or you read something that touches you or you hear music, I mean, this is what is really affecting every level of ourselves, you know, and that's obviously through creativity, you're connecting with many people, you know, you're connecting with others, playing music together, you know, creating that wonderful sort of, you know, deep connection of camaraderie and friendship. And yeah, I mean, it's very interconnected, you know, having connection with others and finding creativity because the two go together and then, you know, you've got like a community and uh, you're all enriching each other, you know, because we're all different. We all have a unique gift and we all have a unique idea about things. So it, we're all different. You know, I can play a harmonium in a song and somebody else can play the same song, same chord, but it comes out differently. So it's like this richer tapestry that we can all be creative. It's not just the ones that are really good at art or the ones that are really good at writing or the ones that are, you know, it's like, well, they're really good at singing so they can sing. No, we can all sing. We can all learn an instrument. We can all write. We can all do everything. It's not just the people that are super good that that get to do that. We all can. That's what I believe. I think the society has told us, oh, no, only the best ones can can be successful at that. Only the best ones can do that. But I think that's not true. I think everyone is creative being, and that's why we're here, because we're all spiritual beings, and being spiritual makes us very creative. And, yeah, I think it's creativity, connection. Also, by doing that, it gives us clarity in our life, and it shows us. And once you start being creative, once you make the time to be creative, more creativity comes in. I mean, it literally just pops in. I mean, I went to this beautiful temple with this beautiful river with some friends recently, and we did some prayers, and then we we actually went into this water, and it was so beautiful. When I came home, or I think it could have been the next day, I was playing on my harmonium, and I was trying to play a few chords on the guitar <laughs> before I had my lesson, and a whole song came out. All the words, the song, the melody. So, I mean, the more you're connected to people, the more creativity you allow in and, and just experiment. You know, you don't have to be, you don't have to judge yourself how good or bad it is, you know, you just yeah. do it. And then more comes through. So now I've realized, you know, since I've got into all this being creative and learning sound and and writing, obviously, and journaling and connecting with others and, and really just trying other things, is that more creativity flows through. More ideas just pop through into my mind. You know, I've got so many ideas. You know, I started creating some jewelry because I just felt inspired. I wanted to inspire others and I want people to have beautiful things and, you know, beautiful marlas and beautiful bracelets. So it's like all of this just keeps on coming through. So we're all creative beings just tapping in. And as soon as you start tapping in just to a little bit, more and more comes through. It says, yes, yes, you are creative. Yeah, let's do some more, you know, and then you connect with other people and yeah, it all just starts to flow. And yeah, you bring joy, more joy to yourself and you bring more joy to other people. So, you know, now I can inspire people about writing their story. And, you know, I've got lots of friends say, oh, I'd like to write. And I say, well, do it. What's stopping you? You know, what do you want to write about? Why do you want to do it? You no, know, or start it. You know, just write. Don't judge what you write. Just write every day. You know, get some get some words down and more ideas will come, you know. So it's just about the starting instead of going, oh, no, I can't do that because, because you know, all these blocks. So give it a go. Tend to a child and just try, you know, see what happens. You might be surprised. <laughs> 
So okay, okay. So one more thing is like you could pose. I mean, what to say? Like for your hopes and the dreams for the future. Like mm-hmm. how do you envision the creativity and the connection playing a role in your continued growth? And my continued growth. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a must. I mean, that's what my life's all about now. I'm, you know, and 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 in different ways as well. I mean, I've just started doing this. I don't know if you've heard about it. I don't know if you have it in India? We have this thing called paddle tennis. It's like squash, cross, a cross between paddle, sorry, tennis and squash. And so, just learning to do that, you know, just learning new things. And you know, there's a group of people that go there. So I'm doing something different. You know, always trying to do something different. I mean, that's just creative fun as I see it. And it's just a way of connecting with other people and having fun and laughter because half the time you miss the ball and, you know, it's just some fun connecting with others. But yeah, I think connection, creativity, I mean, this is what I talk about on my podcast because I love to meet people and hear about their stories about how creative they are. And you know what, I mean, this is what I'm saying, you know, once you start doing a little bit of creative creativity, more and more just starts pouring in. So it's just, so we're all going to be a world. Everyone's going to be living and just being creative and connecting with each other, living in different communities together. And it's going to be a different place. That's what I believe. Yeah. And creativity is definitely top on the list. Yeah. That's, that's really lovely. Yeah. Great. So that's all the time we have for today. The creative spark. Alice, thank you for joining us and sharing your incredible story of the resilience, transformation, and the transformative power of the creativity and the connection. So, uh, yeah, and absolutely. And on that note, like, uh, remember, dear listeners, like, we all have a creative spark within us waiting to be ignited. So whether it's through the writing, painting, music, or simply finding a joy in the everyday, Impress the power of your own creative expressions and the connections it can bring. Absolutely. Exactly. So, and for more conversations like this one, exploring the intersection of the creativity, connection, and the personal growth, be sure to subscribe to the Healthy Mind and Healthy Life for more upcoming discussions like this. So, until next time, keep your creative spark alive and uh, connect with others. And remember, the possibilities are the endless. So thank you so much. Thank you.